Hey, this is Latrice, and you're listening to the Single Life Podcast. So I know, I understand, it's been a minute. If you follow me on Instagram, I recently was like, new episode coming soon. And usually when I say that, that means that night or the next day. I think that was like a week, week and a half ago. (sighs) Man, since my last my last uh, podcast um, there's just been things coming at me left and right and I felt the need to like maybe if I vent this one out kinda um, it'll help Um, I have been tried the utmost so I thought I'd touch on a subject that's a little touchy not a little it's touchy and everybody has an opinion about so my disclaimer is that this podcast is based off of my personal experiences and my personal feelings not everything that I touch on is factual so we can agree to disagree at this point with that being said I am going to talk about colorism in the black community Uh, it's crazy because I have learned that while there may not be an exact word for it or it's whatever. Um, colorism happens in every culture, pretty much. And um, whether this is right or wrong, um, morally, from a moral standpoint, standpoint, when I say that, I am not talking about Caucasians. This goes for every other ethnicity across the board where colorism is an issue again my experiences my conversations with different people um not something I have really heard talked about in the white community okay okay so reason why I'm I'm talking about this is because I have, you know, we all, most of us know what colorism is. If you don't, basically in the black community, it's that whole light skin, dark skin thing, um, which is super annoying. Um, it's unnecessary because it's, it, to me, it's just, and anybody with any sense, it's like, we have enough people and situations coming against us and trying to stop us and uh, just everything negative going on. The last thing we should have to worry about is our own people being just as negative towards each other based upon the same thing that the other people are causing us trouble for which is the color of our skin 
something we can't control. It is the dumbest thing to me. And uh, it goes, it's the hair thing, the hair texture thing. If you don't know, which I feel like everybody in the world should know, but I've learned, (laughs) you know, people don't know, you know, kinky hair is looked at as quote unquote bad hair. When you have straight hair, it's quote unquote good hair. Um, And in the black community, like again, you know, what state was that this week finally made it a a law where basically your job schools and stuff cannot um basically discriminate against you based upon how your hair looks meaning as long as it's clean and kept up uh, of course but I mean as far as like jobs telling you telling us as black people that if you have dreads, you need to cut them or you need to straighten your hair. No afros, no braids, no dreadlocks, etc., etc. Because it's not, uh, it doesn't look good for the company. That's a whole nother subject that I had with someone of African descent, a black man, um, where he under, he agreed with that whole concept his thought was like it's just hair why not cut it if you want the job um excuse me (sighs) I wish the fuck somebody would even fix their lips I'm not even gonna go there but you get my point um and I'm sure there's other people who feel the same way it's just hair it'll grow back fuck that if my hair is clean and it's kept up and I'm presentable don't tell me that oh you do a great job we want you working here but we need to change you need to change how you look to fit in here who the fuck I'm fitting in with you know what I mean like but you know whatever moving right along (laughs) the colorism part of it and how I've noticed that well you have some people who purposely say things um and then I I, um maybe I don't know if it's I want to believe that the level of ignorance and I say that not being funny the level of ignorance on the subject um, blinds people to the fact that they have color issues within their own race. Um, and and they have you know that that I'm better than attitude when it comes to hair texture. So me personally, my hair is coarse. It's thick. Um. I say I have 4C. Some people might say I have 4A, 4B, which I don't think so because my hair is not um, silky curly at all. My curl pattern is, it does what it wants to do. My child has actually three different textures 
in his hair where the back of his hair is when water hits it it lays flat to his head and it curls big coils the middle of his hair is coarser um but still with length and the top of his hair is is a little bit more combination but it's still coarser like the middle nothing like the back um and he has decided that he wanted to let his hair grow out he's young okay no problem I keep it clean I keep it conditioned I braid him up it's not wild and all over the place a relative of his jokingly and I, I put air quotes in that made a comment one time that and I quote thank God he takes hair from our side of the family and I looked at them like really really so here's the thing that quote unquote good hair that they think that they have comes from both sides of my child's family I as his mother just happened to have coarser hair um my mother has quote unquote good hair and I I use the term good hair because I feel like more people are familiar and they visualize what that means Uh, but I add the air quotes around it to let y'all know that's not a term that I'm okay with just to clear that up um my grandmother was half African American and half Native American I personally say she was well yeah because both her, her parents were half and half themselves so okay whatever um my my grandmother's hair was waist long um it wasn't like silky silky but it wasn't coarse either she just had a nice full head of hair um but for this relative to make that comment it it just like it stuck with me so that I put that comment in my my mental Rolodex um fast forward same relative um made a comment that they tried to word it where um it basically was a slick comment you know what I'm saying? Like, it's supposed to go over somebody's head. Ain't nobody supposed to peep what, what they saying. So the comment was, I I said something jokingly, slightly jokingly. There's some truth to it about um, wishing or wanting that the other parent was someone different of my child because it's not a the greatest situation now granted I feel that way out of frustration for whatever reasons my personal reasons at the end of the day as as frustrated as I am with my child's other parent I there's always that two percent of me that realizes and 
understands and is grateful for that person because I would not have my child. You know, there's always that. So with that being said, I'm, you know, I made this comment and I kind of anticipated a relative commenting on it and they did. But in their comment, they were like, basic, bottom line was, you know, don't really wish that because if you, if, if it wasn't for that other parent, you wouldn't have the child you have and your child wouldn't look like they do. So I had a Scooby-Doo moment, like what? I chose to be the mature one and just act like I ignored it because I'm not engaging in that but bottom line is what you're saying is my child wouldn't be attractive had I had a child with someone else but my child has my entire face now I am not the brightest crayon in the box I understand this I accept there's there's flaws about me that I need to work on and need to fix for me to be at my full potential of cuteness, but my child has my entire face. You put a side by side of me and my kid at this eight, like when I was younger and, and, and him, I just had it, you know, my hair was down, it was longer. Uh, we look exactly alike. Granted, my child looks like his father a lot. He favors him a lot. But, yeah. So, you know, the shade in the comments. The comment that was made um, 1,000% rubbed me the wrong way. And it just really made me think back to the hair comment. This, um myself this relative and another relative have lightweight had conversations about complexion and the comments that this person makes um and they act so oh my god what am i what did i do i don't know what you're talking they play that role and it i it frustrates the hell out of me because they're not the only ones that do it it's in life all the time it's in social media it's um the way the world is run but again like I said this is about my experiences and the way it brings in insecurities so um while I could not care less what your complexion is what I can I have a problem with is people's attitudes towards people with darker complexions and this is not everybody um but so what I see a lot of on social media specifically because (laughs) that's my only form of socializing because I can cut that off whenever and plus I don't really have the time to socialize the way that I used to but what I see a lot of is the jokes and brown skin, dark skin is usually the butt of the jokes. Now, granted, on social media, you are seeing more than ever the uplifting and the loving of the brown skin, the dark skin, and how beautiful it is, and the appreciation posts, which are great. 
they're fine. I come across some where you know they're genuine and I come across some where it's like, this is a fad. This is, you know, it's the thing to do right now. Um, there's a lack of genuine, um, a lack of genuineness that comes along with that. Is that a word? Genuineness? Well, it is today. Um, (laughs) but it's disturbing I recall when my child was younger, because mind you, my child has uh, siblings from from his father, and um, uh, specifically his his brother, who was lighter complexion than my son, and I had to stop people all the time where they were constantly at a certain age because my son did look a lot like his brother um up until he got older and it was oh my god he looks just like him or it was oh my it was he looks just like him just a darker version or he looks like a darker version you know or he's a darker in his his brother's name and I'd have to tell him like if he either he looks like his brother or he doesn't his complexion has nothing to do with that stop putting that in your comments and for damn sure stop doing that in front of him stop pointing that shit out so I'm 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 saying these things because sometimes it's done uh subconsciously where people aren't trying to be funny they really are genuinely just pointing it out but it's something that needs to stop because it gives people complexes eventually they start looking at themselves and the people around them and yes everybody can see and they know I'm darker you're lighter whatever but when you have other people constantly comparing you look like but you're darker that but adds a negative connotation to it. I don't give a damn what you say. It does. It's equivalent to you're pretty for for a dark skin girl. In other words, that's rare. You, you dark skin girls usually aren't pretty. Fuck out of here. You know. I am making this post, and I'm trying to not get irritated all over again. But bear with me. So, there's so much more that I want to speak on with that, but that could take forever. So, what I'll do is, once you listen to this, you can head over to my Instagram page once this is posted and comment your questions and concerns and your experiences. And I would love to engage with you about this. So, I'm going to kind of leave it there that those are just not even a handful like the tip of my pinky full of experiences there's definitely more that goes into that but I'm I'm, maybe I'll make a part two about this topic but I do want to use this as a segue into maybe one or two of the burdens I put air quotes around that that word as well because some people might see it as a burden, some people don't. I I don't want to use the term burden for, but for lack of a better word, the burden of being 
or living in my melanin. (laughs) I constantly check my emotions um, because no matter how much I try not to, I am fully aware of the stereotype of the angry black woman. And I am determined to not live up to that stereotype. And I'm determined to, if anybody, whether I know it or not, if they expect that from me, determined to not give anyone the satisfaction of associating that with me and it's not even so much about caring what other people think maybe that's what it is but for me it's not it's just like no you're not gonna put me in that box because I'm not and um I started to think about again when it comes to colorism and the separation of dark and light skin let me give you an example I saw a video on social media some months back, and I've seen videos like this before, but this time I thought about it. Ooh, I'm going to go into part two. Yeah, I just thought about something else. Okay. So the video was a guy. I don't know what his complexion was, but I knew he was a black man. Um, Videotaping from inside of his home apartment, whatever. He was videotaping his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, outside of his door and window, and she was spazzing out. I wanted, she was kicking the wall, the door. I want to say she busted the window coming in, and just like, just completely toxic, destructive, whatever you want to call it. And I was, he was like, he was kind of laughing at her and what she was doing. And like it was funny, like you know, oh she crazy, blah blah blah. And so I look at the comments, and it was so passive. I can't even quote the comments that were made, but it was so. Um, there was a few that was like, you know, that's crazy. Nobody needs to be putting up with that. But I want to say a good eighty-five to ninety percent of the comments revolved around the fact of. You know, oh, you know, them them crazy girls, them the good ones or whatever. You know, it was like it it was a joke and it was acceptable and it was funny. Then I've seen videos where you have a girl. Wait, did I say in that video that she was light skinned? If I didn't, you know, she was. Now I have also seen videos of girls who are going off on a boyfriend and he's recording her going off disrespectful yelling screaming cursing up a storm like just like a real dude like harsh and whatever and she wasn't throwing nothing wasn't breaking nothing it was vulgar in her tone and you know the threats and all that kind of stuff which is not okay I'm not condoning that either um but the comments on those posts 
on those types of videos when the girl is doing those things. And let me just say this, whether she's verbally aggressive, physically aggressive, when it's a woman whose complexion is dark skin, brown skin, um, darker brown, whatever you want to call it, um, the comments aren't as forgiving. It's it's <laughs> disgusting to see. It, it's just sad to see the comments that are made. Um, and I'm just like, we as women, we as black women, and to go off into another section, we, we as darker skin black women have to work extra hard at being seen as feminine. And I know there's a lot of people that's like, that's BS. No, you don't. Some do. Um, if you're aware of it, some people don't care. Some people care. Um, and I really don't know where I fall into that category. I don't know if it's so much that I care or that because I'm aware of it, I make a conscious decision to do stuff in a certain way or not to do stuff in a certain way. Plus, a lot of things are just I've outgrown and it's just not my personality. But it bothers me that it's even like that. So I got to thinking about where did I even start thinking about this? You know, when did I become aware of this? Was it social media? Was it just the things that I saw growing up? And when I say growing up, I mean not high school on. Because in my household, it was not talked about, not like it was avoided, but it wasn't necessary. We didn't even indulge in this kind of mess, but I've learned over the years. So... I started paying attention to, this is years ago, I started paying attention to what's fed to us. And years ago when I started to learn about how the media, you know, what we, how we are subconsciously, I guess for lack of a better term, brainwashed to think about certain things. So I looked at some of my favorite shows and movies the two the top two that come to my mind are Martin love Martin watch it to this day as if I've never seen those episodes movie wise the top one that comes to my head again my favorite is coming to America so let's start with Martin you have Martin you have Gina Pam Tommy and Cole main characters right and uh, we're not we're not gonna go off into the side characters so Martin and Gina are together you know and Gina's portrayed as this professional and, you know, the catering girlfriend, but still the woman of the 90s has her own job, her career and all this other stuff. And um, the way they portrayed Pam, Pam is loud and 
she's funny and she goes back and forth with the jokes but they portray her as the one that can't get a man can't keep a man you think about that you growing up watching that and whether you believe it or not subconsciously that's what they're feeding or what they fed us growing up not everybody fell into that trap but um as time goes on when I've talked to certain people you know it's funny how their life and their relationships play out and how they view themselves and it falls right into that narrative and I'm just like hmm and not just as women how men view us as black women it's the same thing it's the same thing they played Pam to be the beautiful black woman she's she kept herself up dressed nice nice shape and you know but she was looked at as desirable enough to want to flirt with sleep with and all that stuff but she they played her as someone who could not have a success successful relationship um and whatnot and again you know one of our favorite jokes on there was martin calling her bdb the hair thing okay I'm gonna let that let let, let that marinate. What what country Wayne say? Let that sizzle in your spirit. Yeah. Tell me I'm tripping. Let's skip over to coming to America. So Prince Akeem, his love interest ended up being Lisa. Fair complexion black woman who was pretty. And she was the desirable one. She was the one that was wanted. Um, by the guy Daryl and by Prince Akeem played by Eddie Murphy who were both successful men but her sister was a cute black woman who had browner skin but could not get a good man could not get a man in this movie Um, was seeking attention sexually promiscuous as you can see, like in the, the scene where they went to the game and just being extra in that way. And what did she say when she found out that Eddie Murphy was the prince towards the end of the movie? She yelled out, why does Lisa always get the good ones? And you telling me that that wasn't, I just want to know what was the thought process behind that and I know there's probably somebody listening like who cares nobody's doing anything for a man and that's not my point my point is that it's even out there that it's fed to us this way and that this is how society sees us this is how they get us to believe or sorry not believe this is how they get us to see ourselves it's reenacted sometimes for the most part within our own communities against each other as women how men view us um it's just been weighing heavy on on my spirit and I needed to get this off my chest it's just been a lot um again like I said um 
I'm pretty sure I'll have a part two to this depending on any, if any, questions and comments arise um, from this podcast. Um, I know how this has played in my life. I am 35 years old and I'm constantly questioning why I think a certain way and why I do things a certain way. So I'm constantly analyzing myself and uh, the last couple of weeks, well, this is all the time. The last couple of weeks I've been super analyzing myself and this is one of the things I think that just came up recently that just was like, you know what? I need to speak on this because I'm about to lose my shit. But, um, I don't know. I I hope somebody out there feels where I'm coming from. If, and if you don't, I hope you see another perspective, um, or got to hear another perspective and hopefully can open your mind. Um, hopefully you can check yourself before you say certain things. Um, the colorism in our community is so bad and I feel that I would want to say I'm hopeful that things will change and but reality is I don't expect it to it's been going on forever and just like with racism in general um, it is passed down generations ahead will not be able to know a world without it because people teach their kids these things and they carry it with them and they just grow up with it and they teach their kids and they kids teach their kids and so forth so it's unfortunate and for those of us who are aware um maybe I'm hoping that the things that I'm teaching my child um, will prepare him to understand the world that he's about to face as he gets older. So, you know, it's what it is. So, you know, I hope somebody enjoyed this podcast and I hope um, to hear from you guys and your thoughts and questions and concerns. So thanks for listening.